Howdy, everyone. <laughs> oh no. Okay, let me let me try with the British accent this time. This is <laughs> hello and welcome to Enter the Chat podcast, where we talk about anime, video games, and all things nerdy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Siri, and I'm your other co-host, Qua. Are you sure that wasn't Australian? I don't know. (laughs) I've been told that my British accent sounds Australian. That definitely sounded British Australian. And now let's enter the chat. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> that was bad. No, it was good. It's just I was expecting something different different for a British accent. I remember when I told you the Bastille story, you said that my British accent was pretty good. Yes, it was. But that's before okay. you got the Australian effect. Maybe I should have said it more like when I was impersonating Willie. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. But, okay. Hey, everybody. It's. We're back on a regular schedule now. Woo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> bi-weekly recordings, bi-weekly posts, and yeah. we have an actual schedule. If you guys haven't noticed on our Discord chat, we now have a schedule channel that kind of has a little graphic of what we're going to be doing every every week. Yeah, we have something every week. Yep, we do have everything. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. We want to stay engaged with you guys, hang out with you guys. You guys are the best support system we have for Enter the Chat podcast, so thank y'all. Yeah, uh, I was just telling Kwa literally right before we were recording that I have a, there's a lot of news that's come yeah. out in the last week, and I don't know where we want to start. Mine's mostly video games, so... I'm just going to give updates on anime that I've been watching. <laughs> like what you've been up to or like actual yeah. news news? Oh, I don't I'm, have I'm, any news. Oh, uh, well, honest. I'll let you do. I'll let you talk about the big anime one. How about that? The big anime one? Mugen Train? Yes. Yes. They did announce this week that Mugen Train is coming out April 23rd in theaters and then June 26th for digital audiences. No? Did I get, get the right, wrong date? June 22nd. June 22nd. Oops. Yeah, June 22nd. Oh, June 26th is when we're going to watch it. 25th. You have all your dates wrong, man. Yeah, are do. you sure you're an accountant? You're really bad with numbers right the now. The only ones I know are 15. <laughs> <laughs> April 23rd is going to be in theaters. If you want to venture out into the world, into movie theaters, they are, they are social distance movie theaters. So for the most yeah. part. I really did consider if I wanted to risk it and go. Ooh, what about a private watch party for it? Private watch party. Yes, I believe right now you can go to multiple theaters and do a hundred bucks, and you can rent out an entire theater room for you and your friends. That would not be a bad idea, but I would hope they deeply clean and cleanse that. Yeah, they do. They, they 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 bring out the the spray hoses and everything. So. And not that many people go anymore. So, I mean, the likelihood of like, you know, it severely reduces the chance of you picking anything up. Did they announce how long it would be running in theaters? I know they announced the start date. I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be the same kind of usual runtime for normal movies. So about six weeks. Oh, my God. I'm having flashbacks because 
if when you if y'all remember from past episodes, I definitely cried during the movie. And I'm just having flashbacks to when I watched spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, the the Marvel Avengers Endgame movie. My friends took me to that movie full well knowing I was gonna cry and they just turned and looked at me to Whole watch team. to watch like watch it happen. So yeah. that's gonna be all of if we all if we decide to do something like that, y'all are gonna all watch me cry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you can do a watch party at the movie theater. Anyways, what have you been up to, Siri? Well, <laughs> hold on. Let's back up real quick with all my video game news. Are you all ready? This is the Siri Re- Weekly News Report on video games. <laughs> Last time we talked, I mentioned Fall Guys Season 4 was going to come out. Now they've actually released a date, which is March 22nd. So from the time we're recording this, that's, what, four days away? And the season is called 4041. So I guess it's kind of like 2021, but double because it's a super colorful space futuristic theme. I don't know if you've seen any of the promo videos and images. Oh, wow. You should go look at it. It's totally up my alley with the color scheme and how bright and colorful it is. And then they've shown some videos of the new levels. They have a, a third iteration of the word roll. Like, so they had roll out. Then they had roll off in season three, and now they have roll on, which is basically a spin-off, haha, <laughs> spin, spin-off of roll out, where instead of you're just trying to you're trying to stay on top of the the rolling thing, but you're going forward. Like you're it's a relay at the same time. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you played the medieval one with the the relay with the, the spikes and the the turning spikes, oh god, I'm having PTSD from it, but there's another one called Big Shots, and that's a derivative of Seesaw. It's going to be Seesaw with, I guess, obstacles and things being shot at you. And then the last one is called Hoverboard Heroes, which looks like a brand new one. And there's laser beams that you have to avoid and stuff. And so, uh, and then transitioning into my next update, Fall Guys and Among Us have a collaboration going on. I finally found out what that was. You can now get the Among Us costume in Fall Guys. It's a two-piece set, the bottom half and the top half. And it's based on your level. I think it's like level 21, you get the top half or the bottom half, vice versa. And level 26, you get the other half. And it's called Eggy Head. And there's like a fried egg on top of the head. Wait, so is it a guaranteed if you get to those levels? Is that what it is? It's something like a fame level. I don't remember. It's been a while since I played Fall Guys, but my sister, her boyfriend, and I are fully prepared to play that together again when that new one comes out. That's cute. Yeah. And then Among Us announced today that the airship is finally dropping March 31st. So next Wednesday, about a week from now today. And it's a free update and... I think I talked in the past about some of the new things you can do in the game. You can choose the room you start in versus starting in the same one with everybody else. So that's going to make it even harder. You can't be like, oh, well, you went left. You went right. And then there's going to be new tasks and there's going to be ladders. So it's going to be really interesting. Ooh, it's got different levels. That's interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And then I've got two more updates for you. Bear with me. Super Nintendo World opened in Osaka, Japan today. It looks amazing. I saw that news, but I didn't look into it. I didn't have time today, but I did. I did see the announcement for that. But my only question is, are there Mario Karts? Yes, there's a Mario Kart. 
Yes. I don't know how big it is. I just know there is one. There's a Yoshi ride where you just sit in different colored Yoshi. And then there's a, like, it's not a tour, but it's kind of like, I'm trying to think. It's kind of like when you go to Harry Potter land, you walk through Hogwarts, basically. It's kind of, it's the same kind of thing. You walk through, you walk through different, I guess, levels and memorabilia like of Mario and Nintendo. Yeah. That'd be cool to watch, walk through like Bowser's castle or uh, yeah. castle or something like that. Yeah, and they've got all the characters, kind of like Disneyland. They got Mario, your favorite, and then your favorite Luigi. I saw a Peach. Of course, of course, there always has to be Luigi. Yeah, and then they got a food court that's decorated with like the mushrooms and the piranha plants and the burgers. The burgers probably are probably overpriced, but you pay are they for mushroom burgers. I th- well, there from what the pic- the pictures I saw that it's bread with meat in the middle, and they colored not colored but they put they made the buns look like mushrooms oh okay that's cute i guess yeah i suppose that's a acceptable yeah so now i'm gonna that's on my list to go to whenever i go to japan right. whenever that is right yeah all right last one last bit of gaming news again this happened today because playstation is doing this new series every thursday or something where they show a new game today's game was life is strange true colors Right, and that's. I heard being, they were. I heard they were coming out the new Life is Strange one. I didn't know what it's about yet. I guess they released the trailer for it. Yeah, it was a trailer today, and it's ba- it's not related as far as we can tell from the trailer. It's not related to the first two games with Chloe and the main girl's name. I don't even remember her name. And then it's unrelated to the second game with Daniel. So. Uh, this one features Asian American hmm. as the main character, and that's getting some pushback and lashback too. And I'm not, I'm kind of conflicted on it. Some people, I mean, I personally love seeing an Asian American main character, but then there's some who are also Asian American who are like saying that she's whitewashed. And I'm conflicted because I see your point. You want it to be more traditional Asian culturally, but. As an Asian American myself, and being called whitewash, I mean, I that's just part of our identity now. Like, I feel like if I mean, you, I'm not. I'm Asian. Yeah. I I'm Asian American, but I'm not. I'm going to tie into this later in our discussion, actually. So, just a quick preview is, you know, I've been bullied on both sides. Where I'm bullied for being Asian, but then I'm bullied from Asians that I'm not Asian enough. So I'm kind of like, I don't know which one is right or where. So I'm, I'm just myself. I'm yeah, just myself. I'm not gonna yeah. appeal to any side. I'm yeah. Right. But anyways, the biggest the biggest thing with this uh, Life is Strange game is not it's not gonna be episodic like the past ones where you had to wait two months for the next episode. Then I'm waiting a few months. This one's gonna be a full release, which is this would have been great for my Twitch streaming career. Because one of the games I played was Life is Strange, and so I had, to w- I had to fill in the gaps with other games and content in between those. But Life is Strange True Colors comes out September 10th, 2021. And speaking of Life is Strange, the first two games, if you get the True Colors Ultimate Edition, it comes with a remaster version collection of the first game and the Before the Storm. So, oh, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all my gaming news. Well, I have my own gaming news that I just remembered because you started talking about Sony. Today, Sony announced that they had just bought 
Evo, which is like a huge, huge fighting tournament for like all the big fighting games like Tekken, Street Fighter, Smash. And a lot of people are concerned because if Sony owns it, does that mean all the Nintendo ones are done for? Because Ooh, Sony that's a likes good to, point. yeah. So Sony likes to keep things based on their own identity. What could they possibly? So if let's let's go the route. If they remove the Nintendo part of it, what tournaments? And this is the one that's usually in Vegas, isn't it? Correct. What could they? Don't they have a bro- like a battle royale type thing like Smash? Don't they? I have no idea. I, yeah. I don't watch too much. I just know that that's like one of the things that was popping on Twitter that I saw that people were concerned that if Sony owns it, that Smash tournaments would dwindle or not exist at all. I don't know if they made an announcement that they were getting rid of it, but I I just know that Evo now is owned by Sony. So I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Um, Sony owns everything now. Yeah. Didn't we talk some time ago about what did they own? They, they own Funimation. Who bought and out Crunchyroll? Who bought out Crunchyroll? So now they control all the anime we watch as well. It's crazy, crazy. Dear God, I hope they don't ruin it for us. Yeah, but I'm a huge Sony fanboy, so I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I am too. Right. I'm a I'm a big fan girl. I've been a Sony girl a long time. Well, I did a lot of talking, so why don't you start with what you've been up to since last time? All right. So work started to pick up more, so I don't have as much free time as I used to. But I've grown to appreciate the fact that a lot of anime now have dubbed. And yes! I have to probably blame that on Siri. Because now I've realized that a lot of dubbed anime actually sound pretty good. And you I can also, believe me. I can actually put it in the background while I'm working. So that's what I, I've been doing on a lot of the shows I've been watching. I, I'll, I'll still watch like one or two episodes in Japanese just so I can see the comparison between dubbed and subbed. But for the most part, I'll put on dub just to have it in the background so I can watch. So some of the shows I've been watching, Cautious Hero. A lot of people have been talking about Cautious Hero. It is an isekai, sort of, about this divine realm who is filled with goddesses who summon heroes to different worlds that are being invaded by demon lords. Very classic kind of like summoning hero kind of thing that you summon a hero from another world to come to this other world to save the world or whatever. Our main character, this goddess, is like a new fledgling goddess who has been up on on the rise in the ranks of goddesses. Like they have ranks for these goddesses. And they decided to give her a S-level world to save, which is like a huge, huge honor. But at the same time, all the goddesses know that having an S-level world means you're pretty much doomed to fail. Right. It's like saying it's like she was set up to fail. Yeah. So she has to like go through this list of all these humans from other worlds. And she comes upon this hero who's like level one. Right. But his stats are like off the charts. He has like 500 strength, 500 dex, 500 intelligence, something like that. And she's like, okay, so this dude is super stacked already at level one. I can't imagine how much stronger he can get as he levels up. She summons him and she overlooked one characteristic like a huge huge weakness that she didn't think about in episode one you find out right away it's because he is unbelievably cautious and Sirius is giving me this weird face right now because she doesn't understand what that means but basically I i do know what that means but i'll let you explain so basically he does everything in his power to make sure that he is 100 prepared for whatever they tackle 
Like, he takes no risk. He is a riskless hero. And what a juxtaposition that is. He has to, like, train up and grind before he feels like he is ready. He's going to train in the Divine Realm until he feels like he is ready. It's the hyperbolic chamber from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Ironically, it is because the time in the Divine Realm moves a lot faster than the actual worlds that they go to. So 10 minutes here is a whole day over there. All he did was push-ups and jogging and weightlifting. That's all he did. So basically, he was Saitama. Yes, basically. Before he felt like he was ready to go into the other world, you'd ask him and his, his catchphrase the entire show was, I am 100% ready. I'm perfectly prepared. And it's like the most stupidest catchphrase. I'm sure it's more charming when you watch it, though. Yeah, it is very charming. It's very funny. It's super exaggerated. Everything is exaggerated. You know, when you go into a new world, you start in a low-level area. And what's the first thing you fight? Slimes, right? So this dude uses his strongest attack on the slime. Completely blows it up. like it, Overkill. <laughs> I think his, his attack was called, like, Atomic Smash slash or something like that and it's just like this giant he throws his sword down it's like a nuke just goes off on the slime immediately kills it right and then he continues to slash does that not pick up any mp or anything like that it no just... no i'll get there oh god he, he keeps using it on this non-existent slime that obviously has been obliterated his reasoning is i have to make sure it's dead by the time he's done he he collapses on the floor and he's like <sighs> That used up so much of my mana. And then she asked, what was your mana at? Like, you know, and she's like, it was at 10,000, but now I'm at 9,000. 9, Over 9,000. No. So this whole series is just super exaggerated. I guess I play pretty risk-free sometimes. Like I, I'd rather be over level than go through the stuff. But yep. this this guy was like, like way over the top. That was totally prepared. Me with persona 5 i mean not that i look up spoilers but i always say like okay, what level should i be when i go fight the first dungeon boss and it's like oh you should be you know level 11 level 12 yeah, i go in I, like 16 yeah and then he would go to like item shops and you know how you'd buy like you know one or two health potions right he'd be like give me 50 that's me <laughs> in final fantasy and the guy goes i don't have enough we'll get it I'm that person where when when I have enough gill or money, I will buy 99, max it out, and then I'll replenish when I'm like, oh, I'm down to 89. I need to refill again. <laughs> like, you're not going to even use that much, right? So, really hilarious anime. It's done. So, it's only 12 episodes if you want to get into it. You its can. entirety is 12 episodes or mm -hmm. only season one? Oh, wow. I so, believe yeah. it's only one season. So Okay, um, that's up my alley. I mean, they, they finish it in one season. They could add another season because it does end on a cliffhanger, but it's not like a cliffhanger where you're like... Definitely going to have a season. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't need to be uh, yeah. season two. Second one I watched was Jobless Reincarnation. I don't understand why it's called Jobless Reincarnation. It's not very clear yet, probably because the anime itself is not done. I believe it's going to be 11 or 12 episodes as well. Hulu only has 10. Funimation only has 11 out, I think. And that one is basically this 34-year-old weeb. Basically, he was bullied as a kid to the point where he became a shut-in. Shut himself in, played video games, watched anime. That's all he did. And then on the day he decided to go out to a funeral... He noticed these kids were just standing on the side of the street when a truck kind of like 
went out of control. So he like jumped in, pushed the kids out of the way, and he died. And then he wakes up as a baby in this other world. I mean, Isekai's kind of had the same kind of, you know, reincarnation, gets sent to another world. But this one's a little special because he starts out as a baby. <laughs> Not many Isekais, I think, that I can think of from the top of my head, start off as a baby. And, and is he conscious as himself? He is conscious as himself. So this is a baby with a 34-year-old okay. man's mind. And everything he knows from like video games and anime are all in his head. I think most of it is him trying to grow as this little boy into the character that he is. And he discovers that this world has magic. And he takes his mom's magic book and starts kind of like learning how to read and cast spells on his own. You're a wizard, um, Harry. Yeah, and I see your point. I'm not sh hearing you talk about it. I don't understand why it's called jobless incarnation. I think it's because he's talented in many things. So that's why it's called jobless. But at the same time, I think it might be related to the fact that he was a shut-in. So he was jobless, right? So yeah. that might be something else too. It sounds like but it would have been a more serious adult drama. That's the impression I got when you first mentioned the title. I was like, oh, sounds serious. But, so the whole series kind of, it is based on a light novel that was written in Japan. And this one basically only goes from like book one to like book two. There's 11 books total in the series. He actually does grow up, become an adult. They go through the entire life. I don't know how far the anime is going to go. It kind of depends on how popular it is. But I mean, judging from online, it's been doing pretty well and everybody really liked it. And the graphics were phenomenal. The amount of detail they put into the scenery and the characters and the voice acting, phenomenal job that they've done. So, I mean, I can see this one getting two, three more seasons, maybe, depending on where they go. I don't know if it'll get to go through the entire story from beginning to end. I feel like it's going to get the re-zero effect where they'll finish one season and then wait probably, wait. I don't know, two or three years, get another season. Demon Slayer is kind of doing the same thing where it's like season one, movie. Let's wait a bit, do the movie, wait a bit, do season Well, two. the movie was wait, delayed, let's be fair. Right. We were fair. supposed to watch it last October, so. But yeah. But even then, the movie didn't come out for like a whole year. Like they announced the movie a year before. Like the season finished. Then they said, okay, movie. A whole year to create the movie. Movie gets delayed. So basically another, I don't know, six months. Movie comes out. Now season two is announced. But I mean, even then, I think that's going to be like another six months before they actually like have season two come out. We have plenty to keep us entertained until then. Yeah. So those are the two anime that I finished. I'm waiting for Jobless Reincarnation to wrap up the season. Only two more episodes, I guess. But I'm pretty excited to see where that one goes. That one I liked a lot more than Cautious Hero because it had a more serious tone to it. Jujutsu Kaisen has two more left of the season. Mm -hmm. I'm really upset. Dr. Stone also have two more two more left? I guess you're only watching the dubbed. I believe two more until their new season is done. Right. I, that, that is on my list. I did finally start Dr. Stone, but I'm watching that one dubbed because I started it dubbed. And so I've only watched three episodes because it's a few behind from the, the regular dub, uh, sub. So uh, I guess I'll start with that one. Yeah, Dr. Stone is interesting. It's kind of getting a slow start for me this time around for some reason. I think they're trying to set up, they're gaining 
little bits and pieces to lead to that big stone wars that they've been alluding to and where first season left off. So I imagine they'll get there at some point, but they're just kind of incrementally getting there step by step. So it's a little slow for me, but I still love it. But back to my original, the two episodes, the Jujutsu Kaisen has two left. I'm going to be very sad. I don't have a new episode every week. I'm I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I forget where the last one left off and I don't know if they it's going to be on a major cliffhanger or not. So I'll say anything, be, I haven't watched it yet. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. But it's definitely going to. More anime that I've watched. I'm still watching Skate and I I have to say I felt so great when my best friend Vicky who always recommends me stuff but I I never recommend to her. Mostly because she's a lot more invested, and so I feel like her taste is more relevant than mine. I'm kind of like, you know, my taste is very weird, very left field. But I I turned her on to Skate, and she loves it. Mostly because Joe. Joe, he's the big, buff, always shirtless. So I guess there's that fan service from the female side. He's voiced by Jonah Scott for the dub. So I watched the dub just for Jonah. <laughs> basically, basically anything I watch with Jonah is like, he's the reason why. But Skate is going well. I think they have two more episodes also, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. All my Saturday morning anime are slowly going away. <laughs> you could fill it up with a certain one. Nope. 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 But anyway, last weekend... From start to finish, I gave in and watched High Rise Invasion, which is the show that Kwa was trying to get me to watch because Jonah Scott is Sniper Mask. And I have to say, Kwa was pretty accurate. That's literally the only reason why I kept going. Despite all the fan service scenes, anything I would say is not a spoiler. It's just it's just there. It doesn't reveal any plot. A lot of the fan service in this show is just basically panties shot. skirts fly up or the angle of the camera is just just underneath where you get catch a glimpse of it but for me it's one of those it was one of those shows where i had it on the background and i was working i was literally working on enter the chat podcast graphics and i just had it on but anytime jonah came on i had to pay attention but there was this one scene where one of the girls i forgot her name starts with the m the blonde girl maiko yes she was about to get shanked by some evil mask person and then Yuri, the main girl, jumps down to save her. And then the other girl is just like, those panties. And I was just like, oh, my God. That's how you identify her is her panties? That's disgusting. First of all, ew, why are you looking there? Two, y'all haven't showered or had new clothes since this whole thing began? That's disgusting. Gross. And well, so- they, they probably did. Because there's like bathrooms and showers in. Yeah, the but they building. don't have new clothes, new undergarments. True. But we don't know that because they do get provisions and backpacks. And yeah, stuff. but that's that. They don't ever allude to the fact that they're new clothes. Plot convenience. <laughs> Convenient. So I, I will, I will agree with Qua that High Rise Invasion is not the best plot i mean the plot is interesting but this the pacing and the storytelling and the world building is all very inconsistent and confusing the rules of the world they live in don't make sense it's like there's there's this aspect but then there's also this aspect and i'm not i'm trying not to reveal anything but it's just like i got so lost that i i just ended up i just like i give up 
I just want Sniper Mask to come on screen, be a badass, shoot some people with the rifle, and hear him talk. So You have to admit, though, the voice acting is completely stacked in the dubbed version. Let me just do it from memory. Jonah Scott, Stephanie Shea, Bryce Pappenbrook, Todd Habercorn, Johnny Young Bosch, Christina V, Jeremy Lay. Oh, I'm missing a lot of people. I think Ventus Smuke was in there as well. Aaron is not. Oh, uh, oh, oh, God. He's the he's the brother. Uh, he plays Hawks. What's his name? Zeno Robinson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zeno Robinson. Oh, he's the brother. Oh, yeah, he's okay. the brother. Yeah. The and then Billy Kamitz is in it. I'm missing yeah. another female. Netflix definitely just went all out on the. Erica stack. Harlatcher is in it too. That's all. Like, who's 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 Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like yeah. this is just like Netflix's answer to the dub community. Like, here's an anime we made. We made sure we picked the best dubbed voice actors in America. Yeah, and I, I hope they all got paid because the story is shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Netflix. I, I appreciate what you were trying to go for, but your big selling point for that one is the voice acting. You had some top-tier voices in that one for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Even the Japanese was stacked as well. I don't know all their names, but I recognize a lot of the people that were in I there. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't mm-hmm. even tell you, but I'll take your word for it. And the last bit of what I've been up to, I did this today. I watched three and a half episodes of Attack on Titan season four. Oh, nice. I didn't know. Jonah is also in that one. (laughs) He doesn't show up to episode three. So I was like, oh, I need to watch a little bit more so I can get more Jonah. Spoilers. Spoilers. I'm not saying who he is. I'm just saying he's there. I'm on season two still. I'm really behind. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to reveal anything because I know... There has been a lot of spoilers on social media and the internet. I will say that I think it's I think I'm glad you're rewatching it from the beginning because I definitely missed some details that are not clicking for me when it starts. So yeah. I might pause and go back and watch it, but I've already had some what the hell moments. Yeah, I can't watch it because it takes a lot of focus because it is a very serious Mm-hmm. show with a lot of information so i actually have to like sit down and actually pay attention to yeah. watch it whereas like cautious hero i can just put it in the background or just let it go so yeah high rise invasion high rise invasion jobless reincarnation surprisingly needs a bit of focus because it is a very serious show but i binged that after hours so that yeah. was my and it happens it happens yeah. but I definitely i can see the potential for season four attack on titan I'm excited to see where it goes. It takes a different route than I thought it was going to from the get-go, but it's gonna. It looks like everything's you, gonna tie together. Have you heard the rumors of what's I going don't, on? I don't want to know. It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It's a technical aspect. So the Attack on Titan manga is wrapping up. I don't think it's yeah. done yet. I think it has probably a good two, three weeks left before it wraps up. Because yeah, that one and, ends in April, is what what it was, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And Mappa. Their schedule has been an episode a week, right? And it's like a chapter an episode. Like, that's how they've been scaling the show. And it's just a little bit behind the manga. And the issue is, if you count the number of episodes and the count the number of chapters, it doesn't tie out. Like, they told everybody, I think, that uh, the last season was going to be 12 or 13 episodes, something like that. I don't remember. But if you count the number of chapters versus the number of episodes, it doesn't, it, it misses the mark by about four chapters. Is that material? So it is. So it, they, people have been Sorry, concerned. accounting. 
people have been concerned that maybe they won't be able to finish the anime in the proper way that ties to the manga. Because so, it's going to wait on the manga to finish. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they've been behind the chapters, which is good. They haven't, like, moved beyond it or something like that. I don't know for sure because I don't watch or read uh, Attack on Titan. But I can see that being, like, a timing issue for them. Like, how are you going to fit it into your schedule? But I did see an announcement that they did delay Attack on Titan episode, the latest one, due to the the earthquake earthquake and stuff. And they don't know when they're going to release it just yet. So... Um, I don't know if there's any news. Buy them some time, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, buy them some time. But I mean, hopefully, they weren't affected by it. Hopefully, they are all safe because that those earthquakes are not. Yeah, I saw videos on Twitter. Not a joke. Anyways, is that all for what you? Yeah, I haven't played any games yet. I mean, the next one I'm probably gonna play is Fall Guys season four. (laughs) That's. uh, I'm sure my sister is gonna try to get me to play Among Us, but nope, no can do. Too much work. Sorry. Too, too much stress and anxiety. <laughs> what if you played the new uh, custom mods? Have you heard about those? I mean, I've seen you sent me videos of the one of the people play like hide and seek where you know who. Oh, no, the, that's like changing the game rules. There's like custom mods where you can update what kind of character you are. So if you've ever played One Night Werewolf, there's like a character called the Tanner. Basically, they their goal is they're not on either the crewmate or the imposter side they are their own role and their goal is to get everybody to vote them off so they they don't have the powers of the imposter right but their goal is to be voted off once they get voted off they automatically win the game gotcha so that's like something like that for among us yes so they've added that uh i believe it's called the joker or something like that there's like a mod where you can change how you look to match some other character so you can see how that could be. It's called the trickster, Sucks. I think. Yeah. So you could basically change yourself to be an imposter, or you can change yourself to be a ship, uh, a crewmate. Um, but your role can be whatever. Like they don't. I would it... love to just be crewmate the whole time, but my sister's argument with me on that is then that's like that makes it less fun because we and we already know one person who's not an imposter. I'm like, well, why does that matter? I'm a terrible imposter. We have a short game and everybody cries about it. So, but yeah, there's a lot of like new mods that are coming out for Among Us. Pretty interesting. I'm not a huge fan of Among Us either. So, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about the effects of watching anime that you might not have thought about. Uh, We did read an article. The idea came from an article I, I found a while back. Five things that you would not think that you probably started realizing after you watched anime. And they're all pretty valid reasons. I think I agree with all five of them. Yeah. So it's written by the the author's name is Theo J. Ellis from Anime Motivation. And I read his quick bio and apparently he was featured. He was featured as a judge for the Crunchyroll 2021 Anime Awards. Oh, that's that's even better. He says, thank you, Theo. Thank you. He has credibility. Too. <laughs> I'm always curious to see who writes the articles to see. I didn't even know, think about that. Yeah, because anybody, 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 and I'm talking, I'm including myself in this. Like anybody could write a blog. You know, it's personal opinion, but I like the fact that he's very invested and in, he helped Jujutsu Kaisen win. Oh, I see. <laughs> Biased. <laughs> Did he no, though? But... Do, 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 are you sure that was him? I'm going to say yes. 
Okay. All right. So why don't we talk about the first effect of watching anime is a desire to travel to Japan. And I know Siri talked about this before. I've probably talked it talked about it in earlier episodes, but I mean, it's safe to say both of us have a very, very strong desire to travel to Japan, right? Yeah, it's 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 a combination of anime and video games, namely Persona 5, because that's one of my uh, high school friends I'm still really good friends with. He came down for Christmas and we me, my sister and her boyfriend, we met up with him and his wife. They were actually in Japan when the pandemic started getting pretty serious and so they were delayed coming home. And so they were talking about all their adventures. I was naming off the stuff I knew based on Persona 5's map. <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, is Akihabara really, like, it's a tech town of Japan? Or how's Shibuya? Like, how's the train system? I got so confused in Persona 5 with the train system. Is that true? Like, I got totally got nerded. My sister's like, how do you know all this? It's from a video game. See, video game teaches things, kids. I mean, that's to say, that's also to say, you know, the article was saying, yes, we get introduced to these things, but, you know, they're not always all accurate. It's a depiction. Some things are exaggerated. So don't take it, like, so seriously at the same time. I think my main reason of going to Japan is being a Houston native for so long, you realize how flat Houston is, right? There's not a lot of nature. There's not... No hiking. There's no hiking here. There's no nature. I mean, there's there's parks and stuff, but I mean, nothing compares to like an area with mountains and a lot of tall buildings. Like, yeah, Houston has the downtown area, has the Galleria area with a lot of buildings that are tall, but it's too hot to be outside. I mean, today was beautiful. I will say that. Today was nice. Today was nice. Yes. But everywhere else, it's kind of just, it's too hot to do those things. But so my main reason of going to Japan is basically the scenery. There's a lot of gorgeous nature areas. Mount Fuji, Tokyo is very well known for how packed and dense it is. So there's like a lot of cool streets, a lot of cool buildings. A lot of anime that's created that's around city areas is all based on actual drawing or actual photos. And people would just copy the drawing and that's what the scene is from Japan. I know I saw a, a tour, not a tour, but planned trip that matches all the destinations that is in your name the the movie your name so all the locations in your name are actual locations that exist in japan i hope so and makoto shinkai is the director i think i have his name correct he based all his scenery all the scenes just from actual japanese locations and someone created a tour of it and how, yeah so you would like have a map of where would you go to get to all these scenes like i don't think it's a huge spoiler or anything but you know that last scene where they're on the staircase right that's a very popular tour location now because everybody especially couples want to go to that and copy that image you know what i mean i think that's the opening cover too so i mean look at like, that okay. i mean just a lone staircase becomes a go-to place in Japan because of an anime movie. Just think mm. about that. That that's th this whole article we're discussing. Just that's that just shows the effect of watching anime. It really impacts you in such a way you don't even realize. Mm -hmm. You're going. You want to go to Japan to see this one staircase. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then another big one is I kind of go to a hot spring. That sounds like fun. That's the most. I I wouldn't. I didn't think that was gonna come up. You want to know? 
Huh? We don't have any in America. I, I'm not that type of person where I need to go to a hot spring or a spa. I don't like people touching me. I don't like being around yeah. other people. <laughs> so I have a friend who did a, a whole like spa thing in Japan when she went. She said it was very expensive. But she said it was like the best three days of relaxation she's ever had in her life. See, nothing lives up to that after that. I know. But I mean, they they pampered her. They They went through this entire like massage thing spa it was basically like a tiny resort so you can kind of do like activities while you were there and stuff and basically everything was taken care of like food drinks anything like that and she said it was like the best i don't know how much she spent on it it was probably around two or three thousand she was like this is the best three days of my life it better have been kick-ass because good lord that that's what i can do with that amount of money right but i mean maybe something to look into if you ever go for, for no. you maybe not me yeah. i was gonna say my big driver and i thought we were gonna agree on this but apparently we don't food 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 yeah that was my second one okay because you said he, being a houston native I'm like okay houston's like a melting pot he's totally gonna say food and then you didn't say it and i was like never mind <laughs> <laughs> but yes food and man anytime i watch anime with food that has like food that is not food wars i will i refuse to watch food wars i'm gonna say it to the day i die but anything else that they eat in shows and movies, I it just looks so delicious. I mean, I think I talked about how one of my really good friends, he bought me a cook anime cookbook. And it's just like, oh, God, I remember this scene. Yep. Totally want to make that. Totally want to make that. So all the authentic Japanese cuisine, okonomiyaki, takoyaki. Uh, my sister wants to go. This is her big reason to go to Japan is to go to Hiro's restaurant, that omakase experience. That's very exclusive. That's going to cost a big chunk of change too, but totally worth it apparently to her. So, other things that you could think about is the street food in Japan. I've heard that's like phenomenal. It's not super expensive, and you get like probably the best of the best of the street food. Yeah. Um, I don't know how prevalent that is during COVID. Probably not. Probably not, but. A lot of the Michelin star restaurants are there that are like hole in the wall restaurants. There's... Isn't Heroes a Michelin? I don't know. I don't remember. Probably. Oh, my friend did say that once you have ramen in Japan, like the really good ramen restaurants, you are spoiled for ramen for the rest of your life. Um, and not yakisoba, apparently. You had to go to those yeah, like yakisoba. smaller mom pop shops. Yeah. I want to go to an all you can eat oh, yakisoba restaurant. No. I was about to say, you, you talked about noodles, well, ramen specifically, but I remember whenever Terrace House was still airing on Netflix, there was this one, it was in the first season, and I forget what part of Japan it is, but this guy and this girl, they went on a date here. I think it'd be a cute date idea, but also a cute just thing to do, or fun thing to do in general, that you hike up the mountain and then you uh, zip line through it. Where you end up is like this noodle house where you make the noodles yourself and you pull them out from like the stream of water and then you cook it yourself. It's, it's, it's a whole experience. I think that's what I would go for is the experience to do that. And then I know that from season two of Terrace House, Karayuzawa is super pretty. They had that cabin out in the woods. I mean, that sounds creepy, but I mean, it just looks like very outdoor, very clean air, fresh air. The outside sounds so nice. Yeah, and then I also want to take the the bullet train because that just sounds like fun. I've never been on a fast train <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, me either. Yeah, a lot of cool experiences in Japan. 
Including Super Nintendo World. Yeah, that too. So the next one, when I read it, I was like, why is this one true? The second effect of watching anime, which I, when I read it, I was like, why is this one true? Is you lose interest in other forms of entertainment. Yep, definitely true. Yeah, this this is the one where I mentioned earlier. So I was kind of a closet weeb in school. I mean, I grew up, my dad, he loves anime, loves manga, loves comics. You know, he's a super nerd. My mom is not so much. I mean, she loves superhero movies and she loves video games. Like My dad likes video games, but he's more the true, if you want to call him a weeb, he's a true weeb. So he introduced me and my sister to anime. We watched uh, Tenchi Muyo. And then I think in our first episode of Enter the Chat Podcast, I talked about that Laserdisc anime, Project Echo. So we were exposed to anime pretty young. But, you know, when I try to talk to other people about it, no one had the same interest as me. So I kind of shut out anime and video, my inner nerd for a long time until I felt like I was allowed to like it again. I remember this very specific moment. I was, it was high school, my senior year. I never talked about anime with anybody before. I was in the car and we were going to go eat. It was me, my friend from choir and then his friend from band. And somehow Sailor Moon got brought up. It wasn't me. I I didn't say, do you all watch Sailor Moon? It just started talking about it. And then I guess... My closet week was like, let me out, let me out, let me out. Because then I just chimed in. I was like, oh, yeah, isn't the second season with the Doom Tree? And then they both kind of stopped talking and they looked at me. And then the guy, the band guy, no sarcasm. I genuinely believe it was not sarcasm. He said, dude, she's legit. And so from that moment, I that was the green light. I can finally be a, ne- a, a nerd. I was going to say neeb. I can be a weeb. I can be a nerd. I can embrace myself. I can love what I love. And from then on, I never looked back. I mean, once I started watching more anime regularly, I, you know, I stopped watching TV. I stopped going to the movies. I just, anime has become such a big entertainment medium for me. That was a very long-winded story, and I'm sorry. But yeah, it's true for me, too. I kind of just stopped watching long shows. Like, you know how, like, people went through the the Game of Thrones stuff. They, they went through the, the Office how I Met Your Mother. I did watch How I Met Your Mother, but the only reason I watched it was not only was it funny, the episodes were short. So anime kind of spoiled me in that episodes are only like, you know, 20, 20 minutes or so. How I Met Your Mother is 20 minutes. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I watched it only because of the length. I can't keep attention to longer shows. I'll Wait, try. Is The Office long form? They're shorter, but... I mean, I tried that too, but that was more like I couldn't get the humor more than... Yeah, I couldn't either. Ollie gets upset that I didn't like The Office after, what, five? I gave it five episodes. And I was so like, season oh. one is supposed to be not good. And then after that, it kind of, you know, scales up or whatever and gets better. But I I can't stand how they do interviews and stuff. But anyways, back to like the Game of Thrones right. thing. Game of Thrones, super long episodes. I tried to give it a shot. It's interesting, yes, but the fact that I'm I'm a completionist where I like stopping points where I can just stop, go do something else and come back to it. I can't sit and watch for, you know, an hour, hour and a half and not finish that and then have it be a cliffhanger and then have to go to the next one. And then it becomes another cliffhanger and that's like three hours. And by that time, I feel drained because I, I sat here for three hours and... 
I've only gone through three episodes, you know, whereas like anime. Oh, I've been here three hours, but I finished the whole season. So me, I'm a huge completionist. Um, I like having things end at a certain point. And if I need to have a stopping point, there is an easy stopping point. I'll be like, all right, it's 10. I'm gonna go to sleep at 12. I can probably put in four episodes, something like that. I love how I knew the math of that already. (laughs) Yeah. So it works out most of the time to where like I can time myself properly and not have to worry about things. But yeah, that's like one of the biggest, biggest reasons why anime appeals to me so much. But also they have a lot more darker themes. There can be a lot more serious tones, but at the same time can be wholesome. They basically cover every genre, I guess. And there's, people's imagination just goes wild yeah there's a, is a, there's a wide net of it's actually i didn't think about it until you said it because you know something like a how i met your mother or the office is a very specific genre but anime is kind of like an umbrella genre with the subgenres in between but so it doesn't matter if you can if you prefer more comedy more romance more dark you know we all relate it's like tying into number three but we all can relate to each other liking anime, even though we don't watch the exact same things. There are still think common themes that we can appreciate together. Yeah. And also, I just want to talk about this real quick, is anime tropes are so real. They are... Tropes in general are always real, no matter what medium right. it is. But... but I mean, like, okay, so if you watch, like, a real-life movie, the characters might have, like, you know, certain tropes appear up, but they're not always the same character. Right, like character design or something like that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in anime, they make it very, very apparent that this anime character is going to be the same type of person in every show you watch, despite maybe their appearance changing just a little bit. Even the character design is the exact. I remember we had this conversation. Oh, the when we were watching. Ooh, what's that movie we watched last year together with Courtney? Romare. Promare? No, 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 no. The one. Uh, the... Weathering with you? Yes. We all thought he looked like Kirito. <laughs> sort of online. Got the, the droopy uh, like the black spiky hair. The spiky black hair. Yeah. Plain, um, square, plain, like, square jaw face. Kind of skinny dude, lanky, and kind of acted the same as Kirito. Like, honestly, acted the same. If you ever watch, like, romance anime, there's always, like, the childhood friend who's like super super nice there's always the the new girl who's kind of aggressive like sundere yandere all those like I japanese saw that those <laughs> but yeah there's like japanese words that describe these characters who are all the same and the fact that i watch this huge variety but i don't get tired of like the same kind of like character trope just makes it like okay i can i can i can roll with these characters cuz you know they're in other animes. They're the same ones, just, you know, maybe they look a little different. They dress a little different. But, I mean, personality-wise, they're all the same. And I, I like it. Yeah, isn't that interesting, though? Because if we watch something, you know, a live-action TV show or movie, we kind of get tired of those same type of characters. I wonder why anime has, like, that reverse psychology on us, where it, even though we know, we you are fully admitting you watch the same type of anime with the same type of characters, but you ne- it never gets old. And I totally agree, because I have the same experience, but I don't know why. Like, Siri likes her misunderstood, blonde, blue-eyed guy characters. And that's basically <laughs> her type of character that she likes. And they all act the same. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious, because that's 
you just and same thing with Vicky. Vicky, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out here, but you'd fully admit it anyway. We were just talking about this because I was I was reveling in my victory with Skate with her. She's like, "Girl, you just gotta get me some pretty boys, a beefy boy, and I'm I'm golden." Or you get me a man with an eye patch and silver hair. We all have our types. <laughs> I, I think it's also funny that we associate certain character tropes in anime to hair color. Like a red haired guy is always, you know, aggressive. They, they've got like some sort of violent nature to them for the most part. Right. Right. You can agree with that. The uh, only exception I'm thinking of topically is Reki from Skate is not aggressive. He's very passionate, very energetic. Is his hair spiky? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's a spiky red hair. He's a very happy go lucky kind of character. Very, very motivated and no no chip on his shoulder or anything like that. But no, Mm -hmm. like, like some, someone like a Rin from Free definitely is very aggressive. Mm hmm. Has a darker side, but also that's another one that I think is funny is guys who have spiky teeth smiles are all aggressive. Like, there's no, they're always misunderstood, they're always aggressive. Or guys who have like that weird smile where you can like see like a tooth coming out, they always have like a certain characteristic to them. They're slightly more charming or slightly more aggressive, something like that. Yeah, like Rin from Free, Rin from Rin Okumura from Blue Exorcist has spiky teeth, Soul from Soul Eater has spiky teeth, all very aggressive characters. I love my shark teeth men. Yeah, too. so we just recognize these characters and they're all kind of similar to each other, but slightly different. It and... might be, yeah, I think it might be like an unspoken truth or like you were saying, we know what these characters are going to be and what their role is, how their personality is going to be, and that that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it, but maybe it's just like one of those things where we don't have to figure out who they are. We just knew we just know right off the bat what type so, of person they are. Like Siri knows exactly which character she's gonna like in each show because they all kind of look the same, kind of act the same. And but it's less to figure out in the yeah, experience it, of watching. Yeah, it helps you because you're like, okay, he's gonna be my favorite for the entire season. I already know it, and that's, that's okay. Not for a selfish reason. Where I was, well, the point I was making is that you spend less time trying to get to know the character because you already know who they are and then you can focus on the other characters or focus on the story focus on the plot that's that's what i was saying of course i'm going to identify that's my man right there i like how we went from uh, what was the topic we were talking about lose you interest, interest. In other forms of entertainment <laughs> to character tropes. i keep wanting to go to number three in both my responses yeah. let's go to number three let's go to number three so number three your friends and inner circle may change and I'd have to agree with this one too. Most of my friends also enjoy some sort of anime. And that's like the thing we talk about all the time. Me and Siri, for sure. Like that's what we talk about like all the time. Yeah, um, and that's why we wanted to start Enter the Chat podcast is because we wanted to bring together people who like anime and video games. In high school, I was more of a closet weeb, not because I felt like it wasn't something I wasn't comfortable with talking about. I just... It was just one of those things that I enjoyed on my own and didn't really talk to people about. But once I got to college, I realized that a lot of people enjoy anime and it's part of my identity. So I might as well make friends who also enjoy the same stuff. One of the reasons why I really like going to conventions is anime conventions. Everybody there is just like me. They want to express their love of anime and cosplay and everything. And you can honestly have a conversation with anybody who goes to a convention about their favorite show. So. Yeah, just by looking at cosplayers, you already know if you have something in common with them. I'm obviously we're all there for the same reason. We all love anime and video games, and 
like nerd culture, but mm. like seeing someone who cosplays as Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist, you know he likes Full Metal Alchemist. That's a great icebreaker right there. As far as like my friends and inner circle, again, middle school, high school, I didn't really have friends who also watched anime or even played video games. You know, any, any, and the, the girlfriends I had, anytime I tried to talk about anything nerdy, they didn't find anything interesting to listen to. And so we, they would change the subject. And so I just kind of, that's why I kind of stayed in the closet as a weeb. And once I got to college, I dated a guy who kind of reintroduced me to some new anime, Sword Art Online being one of them, Death Note being one of them. And I from then on, I will say that I have seen a shift from having more guy friends than I do gal friends. And I don't know, it's just it's a disconnect, I feel, because the only gal friends I have that are really close to me have an interest in anime. I mean, I'll tell the story about, I love telling, me and Courtney's origin story. <laughs> so uh, Courtney, she's my work wife. Everyone knows that at work. And I, I was always friendly with people in the office. That's just who I am. And then I, I had just come back from Momocon in Atlanta. I remember I was just, I was on a I was just taking a lap around the office and I saw her and said, like, "Oh, how was your weekend?" And then she asked me, and then I tried to disguise the con as like a Japanese cultural festival, and she just straight up called me out and she goes, "Did you go to an anime convention?" And then that was the moment I was like, "Oh my god, forever friend!" Like you just called me out trying to hide my inner weave and. So that's how we instantly became friends. We went to dinner that week. I think we went to get sushi and we just like nerded out. And now we watch anime together. We're watching Sailor Moon, the fifth season together. And I think ours was kind of similar too. We, got, uh, we became friends because of E3. I know. And I thought that was funny too, because I remember very distinctly how we met is in the elevator, you had your phone out with headphones. And I was like, what are you watching? Or, or I don't remember if it was me or if it was you who started it. I, said, I, I, no, I, I think you started, started it. And you're like, oh, have you heard about E3? And I was like, oh, the video game convention or where they have all the video game news. And Siri just kind of went off on how, what she was watching, what was coming out. I think she was waiting for um, Final Fantasy 7. No, it was Final Fantasy 7, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I thought it was Smash, but. It might yeah. have been Smash. I don't know. It was one of those two. And. That's how we became friends was just this whole E3 thing. And we would just message each other about, oh, my God, did you see blah, 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 blah. Just I'm pretty sure it was trailer. Smash because I was, taking, I was taking notes on my computer, like, of who they were announcing as the roster for Smash. I'm pretty sure it was Smash. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's been a while. So it was either yeah. Smash or Final Fantasy VII. It was one of those two. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we met. See, so. this is how this is how I meet friends now. One of the things I want to talk about here is the growth of, I guess, approval of anime throughout the years. Maybe in the earlier years, media wasn't as available to people to watch. There, the only thing you could do was watch TV, uh, Saturday morning cartoons. They didn't have the internet back then, so you didn't have access to these things. But I mean, as more and more access came out, more dubbed versions of anime yeah, came especially out especially in the last year too yeah so i mean if you go back to the 90s i think probably people talked about dragon ball z sailor moon those are like the only big ones that were actually available pokemon digimon kind of came up in the 2000s and 
then Naruto Bleach One Piece kind of killed the 20, 2010 era. Yeah, see, like that's that. where I dropped off is like right yeah. after like the 2010 so, so 20, era was basically the big three, right? And now I think there's such a variety that's available out there that we don't really have a big three anymore. It's more like what's the season popular thing, you know? So, yeah, the, the so like season. Demon Slayer, One Punch Man, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, all these like one season wonder. I, I wouldn't say one season wonders, but They're, the one yeah. season that they opened Hi. with became mm-hmm. the most hype one. Season two and season threes that kind of came after didn't get as much hype as the first season of these things, but... I mean, Demon Slayer, I think, is going to be a huge one in, in 2021 uh, once that comes out. Jujutsu Kaisen, when it comes back. Uh, I know it's ending soon, but I'm pretty sure they have one coming. It's going to come back in 2022. Yeah, there's no way they wouldn't. Attack on Titan was a huge one for a while. I think it died out during Season 2 and Season 3, but with the announcement of Season 4, it kind of came back yeah, fully. That's so, like, uh, Naruto ended couple years ago actually now that i think about it it actually ended before i started work so when that ended everyone went back and rewatched the entire thing fun fact today i actually looked up how long it would take to finish naruto in the shippuden series the first one i think says four days it would take four days to do it and then the next one would take 10 days and i was like holy moly that's a lot to watch like just straight 24 hours 24 7 Yep, straight 24-7, it would take 10 days. So there's been a lot of growth from all these long-running ones to all these one-shot wonders or one-season wonders, I guess. I think it's also related to Netflix picking up a lot of these animes that are really, really big. Netflix has started noticing there's a trend of people watching anime, so they decided to buy out all these licenses so that they could have all these big-name animes on their their streaming site. And I think it's thanks to that, because a lot of people have Netflix now or Hulu the fact that we have this available media that we can just access from, you know, watching our live shows or whatever to animate helped a lot. So I have to thank Netflix for a lot of that. A lot of my friends started watching anime because they watch One Punch Man on Netflix, for example, or or Demon Slayer. Crazy. I know it's weird that they started with those two, but it was because of Netflix that they started on those. Demon Slayer, I understand. Starting with One Punch Man is odd to me. Yeah, but it happened. But yeah, that's how some people get their start. And Netflix is definitely increasing that. I can't tell you how anime has seriously just tied me to so many of my close friends right now. Like every single one of you, I'm going through my head. We all have ties to anime some in some way. Anyway. All right. Fourth topic. We're almost done. Almost there. Second to last. A new appreciation for art. Yeah. 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 Would you agree? I mean, yeah, I mean, the... Well, let me ask you this. It's a call-out question. What is your background right now? The baseball one? No, on your, on your PC. Oh, my background? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ryuji from Persona 5 going... Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Oh, my back book is Dobby from My Hero Academia. And on the other side of Cody Bellinger hitting a perfect home run is Goku. <laughs> this is the the thing so when i first moved to my apartment my family was really great about helping me move in stuff and then you know i had i had i have all these decor and art and everything and both my mom and my sister said to me siri when you decorate you need to have an adult apartment what does that mean you can't have all this nerd shit hanging off your walls and i'm just like 
Well, I'm making it adult by putting it in a frame versus thumbtacks like in college. You know, when I hear stuff like that, it's just like I appreciate the the art, the art style, and it's commemorating, you know, characters that I love in different anime, different video games. And that's just part of who I am. You can make nerd art look good in your home dwelling. I mean, it's just I mean, the real showstopper when I go to cons are the art is the artist alley. I just love seeing everybody's interpretations of characters, the way they use colors and composition and everything. That sounds so artsy fartsy, but seriously, like I just love going through the different aisles and seeing everybody's stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I met the artist who did so the artist who did my second book, Bad at Love, the cover and the chapter art. Sandra Man twenty nineteen, I met her because I loved her art and I saw she took commission. So would you say you're filthy about picking animes based on art am i filthy yeah filthy casual i guess is the real term by filthy casual are you very picky i'm saying are you very picky so see that's my filthy casual i am super picky about anime art i cannot stand when it's not super detailed or the frames are really bad seven deadly sins just because of the one season. Just that because one of the is one bad season. because of the plot and the frames. The frames are so bad. I am a huge, huge snob about anime art and the detail and the amount of effort they put into a show. Reasons why Keep Your Hands Off Azekin doesn't appeal to me is because it is a bit of a more indie art style. I've heard good things about the show, like the plot is really good. The wholesomeness of it is really good. The character development is really good. But to me, I need something nice to look at. At least you have a valid reason to not watch the show. I'm just purely biased and petty that they beat Jujutsu Kaisen. So I just refuse to watch it on principle. Yeah, so I have a huge appreciation of art. I think maybe it's because I don't have a lot of time to watch everything. That's why I am picky about what I want to watch. So that's why um, Jobless Reincarnation, the art was phenomenal from the cover. When I started watching the first episode, the details were really good. It's almost like Sword Art Online, A1 picture, detailed. That's how good the details were. And it's kind of hard for me to go back to older shows to watch because the quality isn't as good. But I I, I still try to go back to the classics such as like Yu Yu Hakusho, the Digimon shows, Pokemon. So- I will say that it's I, I struggle to watch older looking dated ones. Uh, dated is not the right word, but you know you know what I mean. It has that it kind of has like a fuzzy quality monotone color scheme. I try really hard to watch stuff like that, but I could never watch a Yu Yu Hakusho. But you have to remember that those back in the day they hand drew each frame. Right, and I I totally understand that. I totally understand, but I guess I'm just so spoiled by like things like a Mappa. You know, season four of Attack on Titan looks so different, but yet, I mean, it keeps the same tone, the same art style, but there's just, there is a massive difference from season one to season four. I mean, I can note it. I can appreciate good art when I see it. Art style, I should say, but I'm I'm definitely not as snobby as you. I'm a huge snob. (laughs) Huge, huge snob. So quality, quality is what I look for. Quality. All right, last one. This one, you might have to explain it to me because I kind of skimmed it, but I think I got the message. I might substitute a word. The last one is a new appreciation for authenticity. And then it has parentheses, not sugar-coated. 
So for this one, what I kind of interpreted it as is it's all the emotions are genuine. They don't kind of like they they kind of deep dive into mental issues, health issues, physical issues, ideas of friendship, betrayal, love. Honestly, I felt more emotions watching a boat die <laughs> than like live people shows like it it's ridiculous like let's say for example i did not (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people talk about how dumbledore died in harry potter and how that was a sad scene or when snape died in harry potter like these these, you just spoiled the harry potter realm for everybody okay if you haven't realized that dumbledore and snape died i know i know i'm talking about everybody else but what are you doing what are you doing? What lo- what rock have you been living under? But so those those two scenes, I didn't cry. Oh, I like, didn't either. Don't worry. Yeah. So like sad movies don't really make me sad. I think it's an investment thing, though. Maybe, maybe. But the emotions that you feel from these shows are definitely genuine. They're a lot of it deals with death. A lot of it deals with, you know, a lot of dark, dark things and those are the emotions that aren't sugar-coated like these characters are you can feel it in the voice actors they they feel heartbroken they feel sad they're happy when something good happens so a lot of it is really really genuine yeah i guess the way i interpreted it is because they were the article talks about you know diving into more of those real themes that i guess live action or american media doesn't really like talking about in movies at least in great detail. So I read it as more, it's unapologetic to even mm. touch on these yeah. uh, these subjects. Yeah, it does which... talk about controversy. A lot of anime have sexual harassment and rape as a theme that they talk like about. And a lot of, yeah, and a lot of movies don't talk about that. A lot of shows in the US don't talk about that. Yeah, and you can uh-huh. tell the, di- you can tell, and this is me speaking personally, because again, the article talks about the difference between Japanese media versus america granted i'm not japanese i'm not a japanese creator so i don't know what's going on in the headspace but me as an american viewer when i see stuff like those really hard-hitting serious things like psychopaths first first scene is an almost rape scene i think almost no it, no not almost it was definitely happening okay so when I watch something like that, I'm definitely affected by it. I'm not so turned off like, oh, this is this is trash media. Like we shouldn't be watching stuff like this. But it definitely coming from a ironically conservative American viewing. You, it's it's so different. The cultural like the polarity of what's acceptable, what's not. You know, I feel weird. Obviously, I have a very strong opinion about fan service, but it's not because I'm uncomfortable. It's just like. That, that's a whole different thing. But I feel the inner censorship in myself. Where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should be watching this, you know. Like uh, fan service, for example. Everybody knows anime has it, but some people feel uncomfortable with it. Some people have kind of numbed their uncomfortableness. No, um, no shame. My no shame. thing, I'm just being a super feminist about it. That's that's why I was like, that's not, it's not the same thing. <laughs> I'm not yeah. uncomfortable watching it. It's just like, I get so annoyed. I've been numbed to it. <laughs> It happens, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, it happened. I get mad every single time. I mean, I was like, okay, so I get uncomfortable much. when it's like, you know, the the rape, the sexual stuff. That That's when I get uncomfortable with. But the fan service itself, I kind of just ignore it. I It's part of the comedy, and I've gotten used to it over the years, so it's not a big deal for me. Like, for example, my background on my desktop right now is a show 
called Data Life, which is basically a comedy romance where the guy dates, I think, seven girls. <laughs> so it's like, yep, yep. So I was more into like the character development and the art of the show, not really the fan service part. If you can ignore the fan service and get comfortable with it, you can come out enjoying more and more anime shows, I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely not so much in a, a comfort level for me, per, like, for a fan service. It's like, I, w- I would just be angry the entire time. And that's not a good use of my energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, oh, yeah. like, I watch shows. We all, it's not a secret. I watch shows with much darker themes. You know, Death Note, if you don't know by now, is about, it plays on the morality of death. And who gets to decide who dies and who lives. There's that gray area and it kind of explores that gray area with light. Mm-hmm. Psychopath is similar. Mm-hmm. There's a gray area of what is right or wrong, right? A lot of it deals with mental health. So uh, other topics they, they can go through are just like a lot of those controversial topics. I know back in 2010, there was a really, really good manga that came out called Peace Siren. And this is like a history lesson for you. It ended after a while. It was really, really well done. Really good story, really good character development, really good art. And it could have been probably one of the greatest animes ever created if they did. And the reason why Tokyo or Japan, I guess, refused to turn it into an anime, didn't give it any anime rights or licensing was because... The idea of the story was that Tokyo was destroyed. Like Japan as a whole country got destroyed by itself. Like the reason why it became destroyed in the future is because of themselves. And that was like the big turning point of the story was like, this is an apocalyptic Japan, Tokyo thing. And they didn't want, I guess the government didn't want people to see that. And that was the reason why it never became an anime. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting history. Yeah, lesson. that's. It seems. I feel like there's some apocalyptic type. Isn't there a J- J- Tokyo sings or Japan sings? But now that's in 2020 though. <laughs> now they're open to it, whereas like gotcha. back in the day, then, they, yeah. they didn't time um, context. They, yeah, they wanted to kind of control that kind of media. But now that anime's become popular, a lot of manga kind of revolves around these darker themes. These big taboo controversial things they kind of ignore it and they just let it go but i mean at certain certain shows they they still like censor those kind of things like i remember i think they recently removed a show from crunchyroll because it was too graphic like it had to do with animals and it got too graphic and people were complaining like okay this is not okay to have on crunchyroll where i guess kids could also watch it so they they took the show down and didn't let anybody else watch it and they basically shut down the the studio they didn't shut down the studio they shut down the project the the production so yeah and i remember you you and vicky both <laughs> she had a stronger reaction than you did but the demon slayer mugen train movie is rated r in america mm-hmm. and i remember vicky she she didn't get upset but she definitely got what the hell? I didn't think it'd be rated R. And I said, well, I mean, to be fair, Demon Slayer is pretty graphic. It's not as bad as Attack on Titan, but it is pretty, like, the action scenes, the sword collision scenes with human flesh, it definitely is very gory, very bloody. And then she remembered one specific thing, and she's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, 
I guess I'm just desensitized to that stuff because I watch so much anime and I'm just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, but I wasn't shocked that it was going to be rated R. Yeah. So all the points that um, this article talked about was really, really true. I agree with everything. Yeah. Just a really good article about the truth of anime, I guess. And yeah, the, like the un- it's, it's one of those things where I think we said at the beginning where you don't realize this is the thing that's happening. You just it's just kind of like normal to you. But when someone points it out like this, it's like, oh my god, yes, that is I can attribute to that. And hey, I mean, I gotta say, when I embraced my inner nerd, inner weeb, life just got so much better. I didn't have to hide who I was and fake being friends. Not that I was faking being friends, but it's like I wasn't really being my authentic self with the friends that I had in high school and everything. It's just I never connected with them and I, everything just felt so surface level and superficial. Never mm-hmm. really got to really enjoy something like this together. Okay. So. so lesson for the day is everyone should watch anime because you'll learn a lot about other people and yourself too uh, just by going through it. I want to say that I honestly grew up with anime and a lot of the thought processes I have are kind of because I've seen enough anime. Um, like I feel like if a zombie apocalypse came, I feel like I'd almost be ready. A hundred percent ready. A hundred percent ready. Perfectly prepared. Because I've seen all the things that could possibly happen. Almost. I, I mean, I'm not that. saying that I would, you know, survive, but you know, I would know not to open the door to an obvious zombie or something like that. You know, yeah, just a lot of things you could learn. I learned football from anime. Not gonna lie, I learned. I guess basketball as well, sort of. I mean, I played yeah, it when I, I was basketball. younger, but a lot of the basket and basketball stuff, uh, I learned a lot, almost all the sport rules from like watching an anime because I really enjoy sports, like volleyball. I never had an appreciation of volleyball until I watched Haikyuu. And man, have you ever seen like a volleyball tournament? Not a live one, but I I had a lot more exposure to volleyball in real life because yeah, but yeah. I started watching YouTube videos of like the Olympic volleyball games and stuff. Man, it is intense. And now that I've watched Haikyuu, I kind of understand what everything is going on and the rules and stuff. So you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Yeah. And yeah. And then kind of kind of going on that same line, it's not exact. It's not so much me learning, but one thing I appreciate about Yuri on Ice is that they consulted actual ice skating coaches and experts on the physics and the capability of the characters doing the stunts in the anime. They didn't just make that shit up or do anything fantastic. Cause you know, okay. One of my things with skate, I will say is this is my cinema sins <laughs> mood coming. Physics does not exist in skate. Half the stuff they do is not plausible. It's pretty to look at, but at the end of the day, I'm like, this wouldn't happen in real life. Feel the same so, way about jujitsu, though. Okay, but jujitsu is in a fantastical kind of realm too. Um, but Fair. skate but, is about actual skateboarding, but it defies it defies gravity. Uh, and but that's why I was, that's my point is Yuri on Ice has a more authentic ice skating for logic with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you know the most logical anime out there, Doctor Stone. You learn so much, like how to make Coca-Cola. I looked Um, that up the other day because I wanted to make my own (laughs) Coca-Cola. It's hard. 
Um, it is. I guess we have the machines to make it now, like Soda Stream or something to create the carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide gas, I guess. So you can carbonize your your water or whatever and add the sugar. So yeah, I want to do it by the the natural way. The so, natural way. Moving oh, I, I was going to complain about Jujutsu was none of the physics really like Itadori before he became a Jujutsu sorcerer. He was already super strong, like above a human's limits it didn't make sense how he was already that strong above human limits without yes. using jujitsu like from episode one he beat records like olympic records of physic capabilities like that was like my big cinema sin for 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 jujitsu for something like that i just accept it as it is it's part of the storytelling you know it's kind of like how world building like, like Saitama, yes, he did go through all that intense training, but I highly doubt he would get that strong to where anything he touches with one punch is just obliterated. Yeah. So, are you telling that... me that you you can't obliterate things with one punch? No, I can't. You know why? Because you haven't gone through the Saitama, Saitama training. I. What is and what is it again? Hundred push-ups, hundred sit-ups, ten k run. I think that's it. Every day. Every day. Every day. For how long? For a year, I think is what he did it for. I don't remember. It's I challenged somebody listening to this podcast to do the Saitama training. Repeat it one more time. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 10K run every day. No rest. So if anybody wants a proper to... proper diet. That, that's the hardest part, honestly. Uh, I actually know someone who's doing it. Okay, so I would love to know by the end of this training... If they two can one punch something in a blue, he's actually uh, doing it to run an ultra marathon. So he he's pretty crazy healthy. So <laughs> yeah. So when when he's done, I want to know if he actually can punch something and it be obliterated. I, mean, I will stand corrected. Not, I was just joking. Uh huh. Uh-huh, exactly. See, I want to call you out. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much all we have for today. Right. If you are feeling so inclined to watch anime after listening to this episode, make sure you go check out a previous recording that we did where we recommend anime to first-time viewers. Yeah, you might find something you like. Quite a few good ones out there. Death Note. I don't remember what I recommended. Wow! <laughs> you didn't even remember. Qua and Siri out. Bye! Bye!